Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Boxing. 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 Boxing, boxing, boxing. You tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast midweek show coming at you live and in full effect this October 30th, Wednesday. You know, got a big, big fight this weekend. But before I get into that, I'm sitting here low-key watching the Astros do their thing up 0-2 Game 7 Nationals. I think it's like the, I think it's going to be going into the 7th. Looks like we might get this one at home. Hopefully nothing goes wrong. But, yeah. Shout out to the Astros. Should be going down, man. Big fight this weekend. Mexican history in the making. Looking forward to it. Got a big – got a – yeah, like I said, big fight this weekend. Looking forward to every single round something that's been buzzing for the longest time. We've got, of course, of course, we've got Canelo Alvarez, Saul Canelo Alvarez versus Sergey Kovalev going up two weight classes. Uh, um, Canelo is to try to get that WBO light heavyweight title. We'll be talking about that. Also on the card, we got my man, two of my favorite Mexicans playing on the same card. You know I love it. Ryan Garcia a.k.a. the real Garcia, uh, fighting Romero Duno, who they said he was ducking last time, who, you know, he went into this whole little thing with uh, De La Hoya where they were taking shots at each other over the Internet. And, uh, you know, De La Hoya was saying that, uh, you know, Ryan Garcia didn't want the fight. Uh, Ryan Garcia said he wanted to fight. They took shots at each other. Um, Ryan Garcia decided to sign anyway with Golden Boy. And that's the first fight on back. So it's supposed to be a tough fight against this boy, uh, Romero Duna. Um, yeah, and that's something we're going to have to talk about also, you know, Golden Boy versus their fighters. Canelo Alvarez has some things to say about Golden Boy. Would, uh, well, not about Golden Boy, about the Golden Boy, Oscar De La Hoya. So we're definitely going to talk about that. And so we've got some good fights coming on the zone. Uh, also, we've got Miguel Burchell uh, putting up his uh, WBC Super Featherweight title against uh, former um, champion 
Jason Sosa. You know, so we're going to be talking about that. Like I said, we're going to be talking about the Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, I mean, Canelo versus Oscar De La Hoya and the haters. I got that in parentheses because Oscar did, I mean, Canelo did say he had a lot to say. Well, not a lot. You know, he speaks in little segments. But he had something to say about not being rated pound for pound number one and only people that are not rated that are his haters. And also, there's a little interesting match coming up on uh, on the UFC. We're going to see if the guys are going to uh, are going to check it out. We got the BFM title. You know, UFC talks a lot about boxing and how they do it, but they're making fake belts up. They got this baddest motherfucker belt against uh, uh, Nate Diaz versus I think Orhe Masvidal. And the reason why I sort of follow Masvidal is because I remember back in the day watching him fight in Kimbo Slice's backyard and giving some big, swole uh, Mexican guy, uh, maybe he's a Puerto Rican guy, that worked. And he was a little skinny young guy. Well, he wasn't skinny, but he was a young guy. Got, I remember he got dropped, got back up to make the guy quit because um, he can go. And the guys, you know, these guys get real winded, man. So, yeah, here in Houston, Texas, the winner is here. Um, it's about to drop. 30, uh, high 30s, low 40s tonight. Um, then we'll be back up in the 70s by the weekend. That's that good old Texas weather, man. But let's get to the fam. I think only person rocking with us so far is my man out there in Southern California, Inglewood to be exact, the host of the Relatively Fat and Black Podcast. My man, Heavy Handed J, a.k.a. JP. JP, man, what's popping up? Man, all is well, all is well. Uh, excited for the weekend in boxing, wondering, should I take a quick little ride or something? You know, if I got that type of energy in me. Uh, but we'll check blog talk, man, because you, like, uh, got that breaking up here and there. <clears throat> but aside from that, man, yeah, excited for, uh, you know, see what Canelo do, see how Canelo looks coming in against, you know, 175-pound guy who's been fighting at that weight, who's acclimated. So there's a lot of meat on the bone there, and uh, looking forward to it, man. It's sad to hear it's getting that cold over there. Now, there's a little chill in the in the air here in Southern Cali, but all I need to sit outside is my hoodie and the zip-up. I don't even need a pullover. It's an unzipped zip-up hoodie, and um, I'm kicking it outside, so. Ready to talk some boxing. Let's do it. Yeah, for sure. You said I was breaking up. You know, you know, blog talk be kind of words making your voice skip a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah, I hear it too. It's on your on your end too. I don't know what the hell's going on with this blog talk. You know how they do, man. Um, let me see if I can get. It. Well, I ain't gonna get no better. So let's go on ahead and get it. or whatever. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Uh, hopefully, we'll be we'll be able to get back to it. Um, yeah, man. Like you said, we've got big fight this weekend. Stello Alvarez going up two weight classes to fight Sergey the Crusher Kovalev. WBO light heavyweight champion. 
this is the move Canelo's making. Uh, he's he got belts at a light. Uh, I think he's got belt at light um, middleweight or whatever it's called, uh, junior middleweight. He's got a belt. At, he's got belts. He was the um, uni- unified middleweight champion. He does have a belt at one sixty-eight, I believe. Didn't he? Didn't he jump up one to get Kelly Smith? Now he's going up to light heavyweight to try to be a four-time champion. I think only four uh, Mexicans have done that before, and he would also be the second uh, Mexican to win the light heavyweight title, to win a light heavyweight title. No, if you don't know, is my man. He's trying to do big things, and I always back him. I got it 51-1-2, and two, 34 knockouts. This guy will be going down as one of the best if not the best Mexican fighter of all times. Now he's facing. He's coming off. Uh, he's coming off wins against Daniel Jacobs, a win that I thought was, uh, you know, it wasn't easy work, but he made Danny Jacobs look pretty, pretty regular in there. Um, when against uh, Rocky Field, that's for the world uh, super middleweight title for the WBA. Um, regular. So, you know, they're going to call him a four-time champ, but really when it comes to super middleweight, he's got that regular title, so that ain't the real deal. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Uh, you know, coming off those, uh, the, the, the draw and the win against Gennady Golovkin, and of course, the only time he's ever lost is in 2013, six years ago, Floyd gave him that boxing lesson and he got the majority, uh, he lost on the majority decision, which we all know that was fully. But he's going against Sergey uh, Sergey Kovalev, a guy that's one of, you know, I think we've got two Mexican uh, fighters, my favorite two Mexican fighters, and this is one of my favorite racists that's going to be boxing. Uh, you know, Sergey Kovalev, I think he's good for boxing. You know, he got, he got that work from Andre Ward, you know, uh, love seeing that. Um, after that, he tried to come back, took a fight against uh, Elder Alvarez, lost by knockout, but was able to pop out and get the win against uh, Alvarez at, right after that. Uh, let's see, it wasn't even six months later. No. Yeah, six months later, came back, got the unanimous decision, boxing, came out with Buddy McGirt, got a new got a new trainer, you know, trying to stick behind the jab a little more and showed that he had some boxing skills. Now, his last fight was only two months ago. Uh, yeah, two months and a couple of days ago against uh, Anthony Yarde, which was a fight that went, that almost didn't go his way. He was able to pull out against a young uh, a young guy that didn't have any experience that tired himself out and get a TKO, knock him off the jab, I think, in the 10th or the 11th round. Uh, so, you know, Kovalev is coming off a pretty quick turnaround, but that's the way Canelo likes it. Canelo likes, you know, Canelo always is going to pull the strings. He, You know, he thinks of himself as the Mexican Mayweather, so he's going to find a, find a way to, you know, to get a little advantage here and there when he can. And that's the advantage that he has. You know, most people thought – that him going up to a light heavyweight, he was going to put in a, a weight clause, uh, a, um, 
uh, after weigh-in clause like he put to Danny Jacobs, but there's no such thing. They thought it was going to be on the catch weight. No such thing. Canelo's coming out here to whoop Kovalev's ass. Now, a lot of people will say, you know, Kovalev, he's the weakest of the light heavyweights. You know, you got Bebo, um, uh and the guy who just won both the titles, uh, Gervoxic, right? Uh, those guys, no, Better Beef, my fault. Better Beef and Bevo are the the two other champions. Uh, Gervoxic was one of the champions. He just lost it. So Bevo, I mean, Better Beef is the unified champ. Bevo is a little smaller guy. And you've got Kovalev. Now, Kovalev might not be the best in the division, but he's the biggest name in the division. So I don't think this is any kind of duck when it comes to Canelo going up two weight classes against a guy who's known as the crusher, a guy who has 34 wins, 29 KOs. You know, he does have three L's, uh, two of those coming to Andre Ward, and uh, one of them coming to a, uh, Ed Lander Alvarez, who I don't think he took serious and got caught and uh, dropped um, a couple of years ago. But, man, we've got a big fight coming up. Like I said, everybody's excited. Uh, I'm excited. Try, looking forward to Canelo paving the way for uh, future Mexican uh, fighters, um, making a name, uh, making a claim for pound for pound, which we'll talk about later on as far as his resume goes. But this will be a terrific win. This will be a terrific notch in the career of Canelo. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and make my prediction. Uh, the way I see it is Canelo is the, has the better skills. He has the be- he, he's the faster guy. The only thing that he doesn't have is the – I don't know if he's the more powerful guy. But I think, and in fact I know, that it seems like every time since Andre Ward has drawn, has put the uh, – you know, has gave everybody the blueprint, has put the blueprint to, to work, Everybody knows that all you have to do is go after um, after Kovalev, uh, you know, hit him in the midsection. That's it. Go to the stomach. And I think, and I mean, I don't think we all know that's something that Canelo does well. When it comes to Mexican style, you know, he has that hybrid style, and you know, where he's a little mix of uh, Floyd and a little mix of uh, Cesar Chavez. But what he's gonna do is. What he does bring from that Mexican style is those hooks and that uh, and that stomach work. So I'm looking forward. I'm looking and I'm predicting. You know, I haven't been correct on my predictions maybe the last week. I think I was off. Um, and the week after that, I've been, I think I'm too, you know, for the last couple of weeks, I've been off of my predictions. So I'm going to get Canelo to get me back on track. And I'm looking for the knockout. In the tenth, not the knockout, but the you know, not a knockout, but him getting stopped by so uh, by a good hook to the body, um, and Kovalev hanging it up. You know, like I said, Kovalev is taking this fight on. A, he just fought two months ago. You know, he didn't really want to fight that quickly after coming off, maybe not a war against uh, Anthony Yard, but it was a fight that he almost got. He was almost out of there for a little bit, man. So. He's coming off a fight like that. I think uh, at this point in time, he's trying to get paid. This is his biggest payday. If you haven't noticed, you know, the face-off and the little uh, media days, he's very compliment. Uh, he's very complimentary of uh, 
Canelo. They're doing a lot of smiling. He's very happy in this. Buddy McGirt is thanking Canelo for the for the fight. It seems like they're happy and they're getting paid. So I'm looking at Kovalev getting stopped in the 10th round by some good body work and maybe taking a knee and us never seeing Sergey Kovalev again, man. JP, man, how do you see this fight going? I know you're excited for it. Break it down for us and let us know what's up, man. Oh, uh, well, you killed it. You killed it. I mean, there's not much more I can add to it. Um, look, man, I just think it's it's all BS. It's all BS. Uh, also, Canelo is on his cycling pattern. Uh, we see him do this when he uh, took a couple real fights. Then he left, went and fought, uh, was it Liam Smith? Not Liam Smith, uh, the other Smith, <laughs> Column Smith and Colum Smith, yeah. Fought, yeah uh, uh, no, Rocky Chavez Jr. No. Yeah, yeah, Liam. No, no he fought Liam Smith. Was it Liam? Okay. Column Smith is the champ. Boys, yeah. Yeah. One of the Smith boys and then went up and fought Chavez Jr. at a much higher weight and was ripped and shredded. That was the Canelo when we were calling him Lumberjack Canelo. You know, the Canelo with the with the Looked like he was a lumberjack with the Pendleton on and the plaid, and that was that Canelo. Then you seen him get normal again, come on down and fight, uh, you know, Golovkin a few tough times. And now here we go back again. We're going to go up and fight. We went and fought Rocky Fielding. I don't know what the testing was for that, but I know that Canelo has just been re-enrolled in the bottom year-round testing. See, people think when you get enrolled in Bala in Nevada testing year-round random, that means even when you're not training for a fight, they're just coming over to test you. No, sir. After your fight's done, you're no longer in the program. Canelo just got re-enrolled in the year-round testing. You can go on the Nevada website, and they show, hey, congratulations for participating in Nevada's year-round blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, that's that part, and that's a completely different rant. But uh, somebody I follow on Twitter, man, and they said it best. Uh, I'm going to read this, so this is going to be verbatim, then I'll get back to the shit. He says, uh, Canelo has benefited from the machines and the politics of boxing more than any other fighter in recent memory. From heavily orchestrated title wins and reigns to brilliant political maneuvering after PED controversy. Look, man, I think that's well said. Like, and that's what, and it, and it aches me. It's not that I'm a Canelo hater. It's that I actually believe Canelo is that good. You know, I believe Canelo can beat all these guys. And if he can't beat them, they can't whoop him. I don't give a fuck who you want to talk about in the sport of boxing. Any Charlo, Triple G, whoever. Okay, none of them whoop Canelo like that. So he doesn't have to have been moving how he was getting these bullshit titles. Now, here we go again to a shot Kovalev. This is all for accolade purpose, all shit you put on a resume. But what you actually do, though, yeah, it's going to look, I was the fourth, the first Mexican. I, I, I beg, why we got to filter boxing down that far where we're just not saying he's the first champion to do this or that? We got to literally get down to the ethnicity of the person who's, making, who's having the achievement. Um, and Kovalev, man. I said it when Eladir, I said it after Andre Ward, the ghost was gone. 
Eladir Alvarez came in there and just blew him out. Whooping. Kovalev was shocked in the first Alvarez fight. For whatever reason, there was a rematch, and Alvarez came out and laid an absolute egg. You haven't seen Alvarez since. And I highly doubt you won't because I'll theorize, and I know this is unprofessional, frowned upon, but I theorize Alvarez took the dive because we were already making up this stage for Canelo at that point. They said, uh, Sergey, you know you're done. We know you're done. Look, we'll get we'll get Alvarez to take a dive. We'll, we'll, and then you'll go in there, you'll fight yard, a dude who you might actually should be able to beat. But he's a look-the-part all-star. So that'll work. And um, then we'll get you in with Canelo. He'll smoke you out. But by that time, you'll, we'll, you'll have made $20 million. How's that sound, Sergey? Or... We could just leave your ass whipped by Alvarez and line you up with Better Bees and all these guys. And and he took that route. That's my theory because this is going to be pretty easy work, and we'll be talking about all the things Canelo achieved after this is all said and done. Another interesting note is that Better Bees called him out, and Better Bees said, you know, back in, uh, I think they're from Russia, if I'm not, you know, if he's not correct me, um, Back there, he's known as Noodle, I believe the quote was. He said, but over here, you're known as the Crusher. Man, they know who that boy is, man. And he shot, he shot, shot, shot. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Canelo curl him up something terrible with a uh, left hook to the body. It's going to be spectacular, man. It's going to be very spectacular. I expect Canelo to dispatch of him. Um, Kovalev's game is just, you know, it's too straightforward. All the mystique is wiped off of him. All the all the makeup has been wiped off this pig. And he's just an old dude who's going to throw one-twos down the pipe. I mean, you know, so I, I expect a spectacular finish. I expect Canelo get him out of there by nine rounds, somewhere nine or before, spectacularly. And, uh, yeah, look the part. And so... I just hate that Canelo has to get these paper championships, man. You know, that, that, that ain't the real shit we want him to do. Because he is that good, and he's been misled. You know, and maybe his advisories just say, yeah, Canelo, we just make you the, the first social media great. You know, Canelo, you know, Mayweather was pre-social media to some degree. The end of his reign, you know, had some of that to it. But Canelo's the first guy that's been promoted and maneuvered with social media being fully there the whole time in my estimation. And it's all about attracting casual fans. Like we talked about uh, on Sunday, we at the point where the, 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 the people, the powers that be think the fan is so fucking casual. They just take an L off your record and act like nobody ever knew it. So, you know, the maneuvering, all this championship, Mexican champ, man, look, Beat the champions we want you to beat, and you will get everything you want. But this shit don't fly with me, and that's just my personal take on it. But we'll be tuned in and excited to see what happens. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I feel you on a lot that you say, but, you know, you say, you're calling this a paper champion. This is for the WBO belt. You know, this was hard-earned. This isn't, you know, this isn't a fake belt. You know, this isn't like when he beat uh, – 
Rocky Fielding for the WBA regular title. This is a real championship belt that paper. he's going after. Yes, but what I mean by paper, it ain't the guy at 175 we want to see. And you ain't either going to fight them. So that's what I mean by paper. I feel you, man. You know, nobody was taking shots at uh, Roy Jones when he went up and, and fought John Ruiz. That was, you know. He did something, and everybody loved him, man. So you know, I can you know, you say you're not a hater, but you know, I hear a little bit of hate deep down inside when it comes to Canelo Alvarez, man. Let's take it. Let's take it. Go ahead. No, I'm just yeah. saying I love him, man. I, I actually love him. He got he got hella skills, and like I said, I believe he'll give any boys any any boy in the game the blues. Even well, you know, better be a so much bigger. I don't believe Canelo can actually fight at 175 for one. But, you know, whatever's happening. But we're not going to see that. We're not going to see that. And that's the part. That's the orchestrating. That's the maneuvering that I hate. And, and I think that's simply said. Okay, I feel you. I feel you, man. Let's take it to the East Coast. See if, see if our man Janelle out there in Central New York is ready. See if he's ready to go online. Janelle, man, what's popping? What's shaking? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Man, doing um, good, man. Hey, Give hey, us the hey, word. I, I, I'm on. I'm on JP's side with this, man. It's like, yo, you know, Kovalev is shot. Kovalev, but, but, but I'm gonna take a little more extreme than JP. I'm gonna go a little more extreme and say that I think Kovalev's taking a dive. I think he is. He's cashing out. I think he's gonna take a dive. I mean, he's he's gonna take a dive. He's gonna dive. Um, and uh, um, you know, what I mean, uh, I don't really believe in conspiracy theories. Really, I, I'm not big on that. But I just think that Kovalev is cashing out. I mean, you see how Kovalev, a prior, all the other fights, all the face-offs that third, he he had the mean mug. He had the ice grill. He had that Kovalev, even. Even after the word second loss, you know what I'm saying? But this fight, all of a sudden, he's smiling at press conferences, shaking hands and doing this, and it's like, oh, what the hell is coming from all of a sudden? I mean, I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but it looks like he's taking a dive, man. I can really, I can really see that happening. And I mean, he just happens. If you look at all the press conferences he did before this fight, he was always, he always had an eye of a killer. He's like, yo, I'm coming to knock you out regardless, you know what I mean? Even after the word second loss, when he got, when he got stopped. He had that. He had that. He had that. He had that Ice Man shit in him. If you watch the Jean Pascal lead up to that fight, he's like, I want to end Jean Pascal's career. It wasn't no smiling. It wasn't no shaking hands. But now he's shaking hands. He's smiling at at Canelo, praising him and shit. I mean, did word really beat it out of him? I don't think so. I think he's taking a dive. I could really. I. I mean, I'm not trying to give boxing a black eye by predicting some shit like this, but it's like. I just see it in. I see the fix in already. I can see it. He's cashing out. I believe this is his last fight. He's going to take a dive. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know about a dive per se, but, I mean, I see, I you see. know, I mentioned, I mentioned exactly what you're talking about. He's, they're doing a lot of smiling, you know, a lot of respect is getting shown, you know, doing a lot of thanking of Canelo. And Kovalev like never he did that. His whole career, no. he's never done that shit. He's never done that shit. Never. Never. 
even after getting knocked out by word. He never did no shit like this. Yeah, I mean, hey, Very I think characteristic, huh? Hell yeah, he's cashing out. He's taking a dive. You know they want to build Canelo. I think Delahoy's plans to build Canelo as maybe being the greatest uh, Mexican fighter of all time. And if he wins the light heavyweight strap, I mean, uh, look at level of op. I mean, you know, who could really blame? Him? I think you could put this man up against any Hall of Fame Mexican fighter, even Chavez. Oh yeah, Chavez won a lot of fights and all, but how many guys? How many really good guys have he really beaten throughout his career? Every time he fought a high-level fighter, he got outclassed. Uh, Major Teller was uh, uh, young not in his by career. Camacho, still, not by Camacho. Man, Camacho never was high-level, though, man. He had, oh, he had good on. He had good talent, but he wasn't like he wasn't like he wasn't like in the league of Dale Hoy or Sweet Pea. And that's high level. What you want him to do? Put Wolverine, high level, in the like fucking... Sweet Pea and Delahoy, those high level guys he fought. And he got schooled by those guys. Hey, he got beat got up bad. He got Sugar Ray Leonard on his record. He got Sugar Ray Leonard on his record. Who, Chavez? Camacho. Ray oh, come on, yeah. man. Are you, are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> are you, come on, come on, come on, dog. Take that back. Take that back. Take that back. Hey, it's Take true. That. What you want Take me to that do? back, man. <laughs> Come on, hey, Sugar Ray looked like a fighter it. coming back off from the fucking oh, <laughs> uh, fucking oh, time machine shit. when he fought Camacho. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like I said, I, I mean, so. I think Delahoy is plans to build him into the greatest Mexican fighter of all time, and when a win over Kovalev, a stoppage over Kovalev, I think they're gonna promote him as just that. And you know what I'm saying? And it's gonna work. And it's gonna rise his stock even more than it's already risen. And uh, and I think that he really wants to outdo Floyd. Uh, you see how like he already he already um he already um got the biggest contract. He surpassed Floyd with that, and that had Floyd a little pissed off. And then Floyd started being trying to be more relevant in boxing again. And and, and, and I mean I think Delahoy's plan is, is just to make Floyd mad. And by doing that. Or getting the biggest contract in boxing, and then try to promote as as a greatest Mexican fighter of all time, and probably the biggest draw in the history of boxing. That's gonna have Floyd really mad, and then they're gonna be calling Floyd out again. You know, Floyd ain't coming out of retirement. So it's like, I think the fix is in, man. This fix is in. It's in. It's in. And it's gonna boost now, Canelo's stock. And now Canelo you obviously and Cole, ain't up on the latest Canelo news because Canelo yeah, is man. not fucking with Oscar right now. Yeah, let's get to that, oh, man. Yeah? Let's 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 yeah, let's bring that up oh, right I hear now. About so, that. Okay, I hear about so that. in a stunning so so in a stunning interview with uh Michael Coop Coopering Cooperinger. Coppinger. Oh, Coppinger, my fault. Mike Cop Coppinger of the Atlantic. Canelo took things a step further. They were talking about how at first Canelo was upset that you know, with the Dervinchenko that he had to drop his, his IBC belt, uh, I mean his IBF belt, uh, Dervinchenko, he didn't know any about it, anything about it, said De La Hoya didn't inform him. He also was talking about how De La Hoya is talking about the Triple G trilogy, and he doesn't want anything to do with Triple G. And then in the latest news, this is, uh, you know, uh, De La Hoya, I mean, Canelo uh, talked about his relationship with De La Hoya slowly deteriorating. This is what he said, Janelle. You can see there's no loyalty in him, Canelo said. 
He's changed trainers during his career. He's changed managers in his career. So there's no loyalty. That's the way he is. We see it now. Not you know, there's been a lot. Yeah, there have been a lot of talk, you know. There's been a lot of uh, stuff going down these last couple of years about maybe him trying to sign with a match room. And I think that was something that I heard that Canelo has some fighters and that he didn't sign his best prospect with um, with the Golden Boy. He signed them with uh, Eddie Hearn and, and match room boxing. So, yeah, man, they De La Hoya, he might be trying to hold on, but Canelo, you know, there's a lot of – you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's been a lot of smoke when it comes to Canelo and De La Hoya. Well, well, you know, I mean, at a fight at Canelo State, I think he realized that, okay, he doesn't need a promoter. He can promote himself. It's like how Floyd realized he can make more money for himself if he be his own promoter and he left Bob Adams. I think Canelo's probably seeing right now, hey, hey, it could be more money in the pot if I do it myself. Because, like, he's at that point right now in his career where he can. And probably he's seeing the light on that. And, uh, and, uh, and I always hear shit about that lawyer. Everybody always talks real shifty shit about Oscar. About, you know, he can't be trusted, blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe it might be some truth to that. Because if Canelo turns yeah. his back on him, then that's going to I mean, that's gonna be a hell of a fucking uh, um, a fighter to lose under his stable. I mean, that's going to be a big blow if he loses Canelo. Yeah, Canelo said, I'm a very loyal person, and we're a very loyal team. We're still together. But you can see there's no loyalty in Oscar. So another note in that that what happened is uh, Reynoso, right? Reynoso is the trainer of Canelo and the head of that whole operation over there. Under Reynoso is a dude, I want to say Larza or something like that, who happened to be the very first champion Golden Boy had. Uh, so Canelo had a comment also that's out there, like, he was like, don't forget, you know, Jose, and I'm, I'm misquoting this guy's name, but, you know, he was the first champion Golden Boy ever Oscar had. Laredo. See, I wasn't too far. Yeah. Um, and then he, he he's also touching on what it sounds like to me is that Oscar probably then came into camp and cri- criticized Reynoso's training, because Oscar and Willow seems like you're looking at the comments. Yeah. Obviously, so what it was Oscar, was uh, yeah. Oscar on on a, uh, it looks like some kind of IG post, uh, Oscar commented on Ryan Garcia. You know, Ryan Garcia is under that camp also, and under the um, under the uh, post, he said, bro, when you duck under, uh, bro, when you duck under, always keep your eyes on your opponent. Tell your trainer that. So it's a little shot that he took at his trainer on uh, Ryan Garcia's uh, IG, and then he deleted it. Yeah, so obviously Ryan Garcia's trainer is not teaching his fighters to do that. So, and and you know Canelo now also add to this, Canelo obviously he loves Floyd Mayweather, right? Because this is also some Mayweather rhetoric. Mayweather's the one who started this, you know. Look at Cotto. He didn't change uh, six trainers. And look at him. And, you know, I've been, you know, down since day one. You know, that was Mayweather's rhetoric at a time about how he's never switched up on his camp and how Ellerby and, and Heyman and them, you know, they rocked out together. So I think, you know, Canelo in his 
and, and a slightly a bit of that part of him, but he stayed loyal to this Reynoso guy. When this Reynoso guy first popped on the scene, I, would, I at least was like, man, who the fuck is this guy? He had no prior existence. He didn't have no stable, you know, and he was handling one of the finest fighter, finest young prospects the game's seen in a long time. So, but here they are today, and Canelo is standing on it, obviously. And, uh, yeah, man, so it's just some, some kind of catty shit, but Oscar ain't moving right, you know, obviously. And um, you can call it karma. You know, this company has, you know, they, they done made some wrong moves and said some wrong things. We obviously know about the litigation with uh, TBC and Al Heyman and all that and the emails and all that. So I don't fuck, I, I don't fuck with them for that reason, period. And I, I'm kind of, you know, like, yeah, I figured this would come because you motherfuckers doing bad business. Um, but Oscar reckless, man, just reckless and uh, about to lose his biggest client. So that's for sure. And without Canelo, ain't no golden boy. Right. So I'm wondering how that how that uh, that contract is going because I know he didn't he sign the fight. He, he signed the contract with the zone for 10 fights, right? But that was, uh, I'm wondering if Golden Boy has them for that long, because if they do, he ain't going nowhere. He's just doing a lot of talking. But maybe there's, you know, the zone is a is a network, not necessarily a promotion company. So, you know, he might be able to slip away. And, and another thing we missing, Will, is Floyd being that super maniacal snake in the grass. Also in that audio, Floyd, I don't know if you've seen the audio where Floyd's talking about Oscar. Oh, it didn't happen. Yeah, after I looked at that, I ended up running across some audio. Floyd said, look, man, myself, Al Heyman, Showtime, we built Canelo. Y'all got to understand, this dude was on my undercard. I made him into a star fighting me. And to some degree, he's exactly right. He said, but, but this is what you don't know. He said, and then Oscar got him and took him over to HBO. Now, Floyd said, I bet you Canelo didn't get none of that money. And that's where he was right at. And that's what Canelo is probably in, in team. I probably realizing things like that have happened now. Uh, where moves was made, uh, you know, how much money Canelo get off that Takase run he went on? You know, who, who knows the deal Oscar's made in this man's name and giving him slim cuts, Jack? You know, that's what's probably happened. And a guy like Floyd would know that. So I, I definitely want to point that out. Yeah. Yeah, man. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. But I think we got we've got another another uh some more of the fam coming on, man. Definitely want to get his take on this Canelo versus Kovalev fight, man, you know. Uh so let's take it out there to Seattle, Washington. To our guy, Sign. Sign, what's popping, man? What's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. Talking this Canelo versus Kovalev, dog. We've got three. Uh, we've got me, Janelle, and JP all agreeing that that Kovalev is going to get stopped. Kovalev is looking for the payday. Janelle has even said Kovalev might take the dive. What do you say about this fight, man? Um. Well, well basically uh, what I'll say about the fight is um, – I just think that 
I, w- I would say I really don't have a prediction except for I just think the fight is fixed. That's all I can really say. I mean, I don't really have a, you know, like saying how I think it's going to be fixed, like how the way it's going to play out. I just think it's I just think it's a fixed fight. You know, from when the fight was first made or talked about, I was I was all you know I was Kovalev. I was yeah. You wanted to bet me that Canelo would knock him out. I believe Kovalev was uh, going to beat him, but uh, but over time, you know, when I started seeing like Kovalev like being all friendly with him and stuff like that, I was like, come on, man, this guy calls himself the Crusher. He's never really been friendly with any of his opponents leading up to it. All of a sudden, he's friendly and almost kind of like just happy to be there, just happy to get a paycheck type attitude. So, you know, right there told me, um, you know, just something just isn't right about this fight. You know, that's just my gut feeling, you know. But, um, you know, because I just feel like if it, you know, even a declining Kovalev, because like this is the thing, like, most boxing fans have a uh, have a herd mentality, so if they if they start hearing a lot of the same stuff from boxing fans, other boxing fans, they just start attaching to attaching themselves to that narrative, whether it's true or not, just because they heard it a lot. You know, it's like because in reality, it's like when people say, "Oh, the body shots, the body shots," it's like okay, the body shots, right? So. Now you're saying he's a big-time body puncher. Okay. Who's he stopped to the body? That's an elite fighter. Nobody. You know? Then, you know, uh, when they just when they talk about, oh, he can't take body shots and all that, it's like, okay, one guy took him out with body shots. Uh, he never actually went down with body shots. He never actually fell. He's actually never been dropped to the body in his career. You know? Now, does he obviously get, you know, does he react a certain way? To body shots, yeah, you know, but they all kind of do, to be honest. I mean, I don't – I've seen pretty much every fighter act a certain way. Now, does he have the best poker face and all that? Nah. Obviously, it hurts him a little bit more. At least he lets it be known. So, you know, but it's one of those things where at the end of the day, he's got two losses in his career. Uh, three losses. Three. But by two, yeah. two, 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 by two of the same – I mean, two by the same opponent. Um, and then, uh, and then another fight. One, and then, and and with with Ward, one of the fights was questionable, and and then with Alvarez, he came back and beat Alvarez. So it's like, you know, he's not. I know he, you know, he quit against, um, you know, Ward and all that. But it's like he's there's this notion that like he's like Kovalev's an easy out when he's never been an easy out. You know, and uh, Canelo has never made anything look easy against elite opponents. So that's why originally I just was like, this, you know, you know, Kovalev is going to beat him. You know, Kovalev is going to beat this guy because he's never, he's never impressive against people his own size. So all of a sudden he's going to be impressive against a guy that his two weight class is bigger than him, and your power is not going to. He's felt power way more thudding and impactful than yours. So, you know, at first I was like all Kovalev. And then when I saw all that and everything, I was just like, 
I was like, I don't know, just to fix it. It just started connecting the dots, saying like, this is probably the reason why he's taking this fight. Because in reality, it makes no sense why he would take the fight. You know, and so, you know, that's really my analysis of it is that I just think that, you know, the fix is in, you know, and um, the fight is, I don't know exactly how it's going to go, but it's going to, to me, it's going to be like a a strange situation that happens. And, uh, you know, Canelo will get the, get the victory. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully Kovalev is actually going to, you know, uh, you know, Go out, either win or lose by like a real champion and compete and all that and represent his country and his name the right way. But something just isn't adding adding up with Kovalev, man. So that's really what I think is going to happen. No, man, I think um, we all agree. We sort of agree with you. I don't think the fix is in. You know, but we we all have talked about uh, me me and Janelle definitely have talked about how Kovalev is out there smiling, you know, thanking Canelo for the fight. You know, he's never really looked like that before, so I can see him cashing out. I don't think you know, I don't think the definite fix is in. I think he he doesn't have it. It's gonna be where I think he's gonna catch a couple body shots and decide that hey man, this isn't really worth it and take a knee. Janelle saying he's just gonna take a dive. And you're just saying the fix is in, so I think we're we're all pretty much on the same on the same uh, same accord when it comes to this, man. Everybody's yeah, excited it's like for you it. know, because just look at look at Kovalev's past in the past and any of his opponents. You know, with with Ward, they were actually really respectful of each other leading up to the first fight. Then we know what happened in the second fight, but but it was like a respect of like. You know, we're champions, we're great fighters, or, you know, we're top fighters, like, respecting the sport. But it wasn't a handshake, hug, smiling. He's never been like that with anybody, you know, anybody. And all of a sudden, he's acting like this with Canelo, a, a fight in which we were, you know, on the surface, you're like, you know, this fight really shouldn't be happening for a lot of reasons. Now it's happening, and then you just see him acting different than he's ever acted it's like it just makes you scratch your head and wonder like what's really going on here i could be wrong maybe he's maybe he's you know smarter than all of us or whatever he's trying to you know play cool with him and then maybe he comes out differently but just from what i've seen of kovalev you know he likes to be known as the crusher he you know he likes to kind of you know put death stares down on his opponents and try to intimidate them before the fight uh so when they when the fight happens they just they pretty much crumble I ain't seen any of that with with Canelo. That's what makes me wonder, like, what's really going on here, you know? But that's, like I said, I hope I'm fact. wrong. Huh? Remember the Jean Pascal fight where he talked? Oh, I mean, that uh, 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 the second fight is like he wanted to end the man's career. He's like, I want to end his career. I want to take him out of boxing permanently. <laughs> I mean, he talked about ending people's careers before this year. I mean. And this is a man who wants. To and they got it into it in the man. first fight too. I remember uh, Pascal tried to take his hat off. Oh, and yeah, that yeah, yeah. off Kovalev. True, true that, true that. So, true that. you know what I mean? I've just never seen this. But like I said, even when, like, he you – know, him and Pascal kind of, like, it got really, really heated. But even with, like, Ward and him, it was a mutual respect, but it wasn't like we're taking pictures, we're taking selfies, we're doing this and that. It was like, nah. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden he's acting like that 
with Canelo, so it just makes me wonder what's really going on. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just I – just, it doesn't add up to me, man. And, you know, like I said, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he comes out there and tries to, you know, really defend his title. But I, I, gotta, I just got to go – I just got to go with my gut and what I see. Because, like I said – you know when you know when you when we talk about myth, you know potential fights or matchups or fights that are made you know i have a certain way like i'm not stubborn and i'm not closed minded i don't have the blinders on a lot of people like you could show them evidence and be like hey man i know you're picking this guy and blah 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 but you should take you should consider this you know janelle is one of those people by the way um you can show him all the evidence in the world and he going to still stick with his guns me if you if I see something on my own or somebody shows me something or something, I will reconsider what I'm thinking. And like I said, originally I was thinking all Kovalev. I was like, this dude's too small. People talking about body shots, but who's he stopped to the body? His power's always been overrated. People talking about Kovalev gets tired, but so does he. But he gets, but he's gonna have to actually put some weight on. So that's probably gonna make him get more tired quicker. So I was like, oh yeah, Kovalev gonna win. Kovalev gonna beat this dude. You know then. When I seen that, I said, "Oh yeah, this just—it 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 just gave me a bad taste in my mouth." So I was like, "Yeah, something just ain't right." Like I said, I don't know how it's gonna go down. This now, I just feel like the fix is in. It's already been—it's already been, you know, put together, planned, and all that set up, and that—that's just what I think. No man, I think we're all with you. I don't, you know, I can—I can see with that smile that he has on his face that the fix might be in. Um, but, you know, have you heard about the little back and – not the back and forth, but the uh, the words that uh, Canelo had for Oscar and him being dis- disloyal? Do you think that uh, – you know, do you think that's going to affect uh, Canelo in any way out there? You think – No. No, because it's been you going on You think De La Hoya might a pull a now. fast one? They, they've, they've been having some issues for a while now. More stuff starting to come out recently, like the actual details, but there's been talk about their issues for a while, you know? Um, basically, ever since they signed the deal with DAZN was whenever – because that's when they basically told DAZN without consulting with Canelo that, yeah, we, we will do the third fight in September. And they never, they never asked Canelo about it, so they basically spoke for him to DAZN. And that that caused you know a huge issue. So yeah, I've been hearing about it, but you know more details have coming out, like more you know more specifics and all that. So, um, you know, uh, he, he you know the thing with De La Hoya, he's kind of a, I mean, he's not an Eddie Hearn. He's not even a Bob Arum, who's eighty something years old now. You really don't see De La Hoya that much. You know what I mean? If you really think about it, if you think about all the Golden Boy cards or the Golden Boy press conferences and stuff like that, you don't really see uh, De La Hoya. He's kind of a, you know, um, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of like in the shadows. He's like absentee. You know what I mean? He's not that much involved anyway. So, uh, so I'm pretty sure, you know, their relationship wasn't, I mean, remember when he fought Floyd, think about this for a second. When Canelo's biggest fight in his career at the definitely at the time, and you could probably say, even you know his biggest career, just a, a career-defining fight in general. De La Hoya was in rehab. You see what I'm saying? So, 
I just think he's always kind of, you know, Schaefer at the time was the one running uh, Golden Boy. Uh, so, it's, you know, he was the one kind of being the face, you know, the face to the brand. Now it's more Gomez. So, to me, it's, it's, not, it's not a big deal. Cause I don't think their relationship was ever as close as people made it seem. Yeah, no, I feel you on that. I feel you on that, man. Well, hopefully we'll see exactly what kind of fight we're going to get. Hopefully it's a good one. Um, but I think we all have Canelo winning. Um, I'm not sure what the uh, the betting odds are, but I'm sure they're for Canelo. Sergey, the smiler, it's not the crusher anymore. It's the smiler, Kovalev. You know, before I was looking at the press conference today, before they did the face-off, they did the uh, side-by-side pictures. He's smiling, he's smiling. They do the face-off. He sort of looks serious in the face-off, but right when the face-off was cut, he's back to smiling and shaking hands, man. And, you know, I think Canelo's using that for his advantage. Canelo, usually, he's a smiler anyway, so that's how he always looks. But, Sergey, you know, I don't I don't really like the way he looks, but I'm not mad. Let, let Canelo go ahead and be a four-time champion and get that WBO light heavyweight title, man. So, on the, uh, I guess, the not the co-main event, but the co-feature fight on there is a fight that, uh, you know, against, against uh, with one of my favorite boxers, this is my second favorite Mexican boxer in the game, Ryan Garcia, versus a guy that they said he was ducking. I think, Sam, you said he was ducking, and I think you said that this guy is going to beat up Ryan Garcia, uh, Romero Duno. Um, I don't he really – I saw him fight. That's what – I mean, that's what – He could have fought him. You said he, he could have fought him. He, you said he could have fought him, but he was talking noise about De La Hoya and said De La Hoya didn't give him – didn't tell him the right stuff. The same thing that, that Canelo says about De La Hoya, Ryan Garcia was saying about De La Hoya, and Ryan Garcia was saying, Canelo's got my back. So we can't be 100% sure when it comes down to what Oscar De La Hoya said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a drug, so a drug, saying, cheat, a drug cheat has his back. Zero credibility. What does that mean? So I, I would never attach my name to Canelo and say he got my back. I mean, we're talking about a drug cheat. When it comes, You're talking yeah, about but when it comes to Oscar De La Hoya, I mean, you you know, we're just talking about a guy when it comes to Oscar De La Hoya. So they both got the if, – if two or three people say the same thing about you, that it might be correct that you're full of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, no, but you I'm know, I'm not going to – He could have took the fight. He did duck the fight because he needed to go back into training and prepare for him. So he didn't – he wasn't confident. That's what I'm saying. He he felt like he needed some more time to get ready. So he was ducking. He could have easily yeah, it was like a week notice fight. The guy pulled out. The guy couldn't fight or something like that. Oh, no, the guy got arrested. Is that correct? Is that yeah, the one yeah, where the exactly. guy got arrested? Yeah, the guy got arrested on Wednesday. They wanted to say they uh, they tried to put Duno on there. Uh, he said he didn't want – he wasn't going to take the fight. He said he would take the fight. In fact, he said he would, but, you know. But either way, he's taking it the next fight, so it wasn't a duck. It can't be a duck if you fight the guy on the next fight. No, That's it's not still a duck. duck. The, Triple G ducked Ervachenko. Even though he still fought him, he still ducked him because he could have. He dropped he the belt. Him right. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't matter. It's it's the fact that it's he dropped the belt and the fact that he still fought on that same date. You see what I'm saying? Because he still fought somebody. So what that tells you is Triple G dunked Derevchenko because you still fought. So you looked at him as a, a legit threat, and you dropped your belt. And then, but with Garcia, you know. He, you know, obviously felt dude was a, you know, uh, because he people forget he was actually considering 
he was he wanted to actually keep fighting, but they wanted to put him in there with dude, and he wasn't comfortable taking that fight on short notice. And the way I look at it is this: if one if you're the A side, and one if another and the the opponent is willing to take the fight on short notice, you guys are both taking it on short notice. So what's the problem? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the problem no. is you know he's a threat. You guys are both. You guys are both. You guys, it's based like this. You guys both have an exam, and you both have the same amount of time to prepare for it. So what's the problem? Unless you're nervous, scared. Yeah, I, look at it. Look, yeah, I don't know. That, I don't look at it like that. This is boxing. You don't want to, if you got a guy that's a threat, you want to train for that guy. You know what I'm saying? This guy doesn't exactly have. My, so it's a duck. That's my point. He looked at it as a threat. If he didn't look at it as a threat, he would have took the fight. Just like Triple G. Would have took the Derevchenko fight because he still but, fought on the same day. But his he next, but his next fight, his next fight is this guy. Triple G fought somebody before he uh, uh tr- fought a couple of guys before he fought Derevchenko. Ryan Garcia well, he hasn't has no fought choice. anybody. He got a pay raise. Golden Boy, right, gave, Ryan him, Garcia. Golden Boy gave him a pay raise and was like, "Hey, we're get, you're complaining about how much you're getting paid and stuff. Well, we're giving you money, so now we're gonna decide who you fight. You're gonna fight uh, this guy." And so, right. what's he gonna do now? And he's fighting them, so you can't duck. Yeah. If, and he's about if to you lose. Say, if you say, "Let's fight," and you say, "I'm not gonna fight you tomorrow, but I'll fight you in two week in three weeks," that's not a duck. I'm fighting you. Yeah, because you. This the thing is, because you ducked him that day. <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, you can. You still duck. You got to get ready, man, dude. This hey, look, right, this. you got to get they, ready. You got to prepare. You want to make sure yeah. you win. You want to get prepared. That ain't a duck. Okay, it's still a duck. Derevchenko would have took the fight, and this guy Duno would have took the fight on the same short notice. So they were ready. They don't have. They didn't. They didn't have nothing to lose. Well, you ain't got nothing to lose. Hey, you got nothing to lose. The fight. Hey, your boy Charlo. Look, even though I thought he probably lost that fight against Korobov, he didn't pull out of the fight. He didn't say, "Oh, I need time." He, I need because to be honest, Korobov was a more dangerous fight than uh Willie Monroe. Charlo didn't pull out. Charlo didn't say, oh, I'm just not going to fight. I'll give him credit for that. I've been pretty critical of Charlo at times. I'll give him credit for that one. He didn't pull no Triple G or Ryan Garcia. He stayed on the card, and he fought Korobov, who was the more difficult fighter. Yeah. So I'm, no, I'm you're right. We give him more credit to Charlo, but I'm, I, I don't think that's a duck. Hey, JP, you think that's a duck? Uh, I kind of do. I kind of agree with Ron. It's a duck, dog. It's a duck. You know what I'm saying? You know? It is what it is. If you say, let's fight, and I fight you next, you're my next opponent, how am I ducking you? That's the thing. Because, dude, you because it's very simple. You are the A side. You are the guy that's considered the favorite. Act like it. When you start coming up with reasons why you can't take a fight on short notice, when this guy who's supposed to lose to you is willing to do it, you look scared. So That's who's gonna win this fight? I got Duno. I got dude. I got the. I got him winning. I'm, I'm picking him. I told you I'm not sold on Garcia. I'm not sold on Garcia, man. I may be wrong, but we'll see. I'm taking home dude, man. I'm taking him. I'm taking Duno, man. We'll see. I don't know who the opponent is, but I don't like Garcia. I just think he needs to be chin checked, and I think dude will do it. Yep. I don't know who no, the opponent think... is, but I I don't like Garcia, man. Uh, he looks fragile. No, Duno, I've only seen him. I saw him fight that last fight that was uh, he was on the card that Ryan Garcia was supposed to fight on. Um, 
not too long ago. I don't even remember what card it was. But uh, I saw him fight, and then, you know, Simon texted me the Filipinos going to knock Ryan Garcia out. So we're going to see. You know, Ryan Garcia is a young guy. He's, he's one of he, – they're trying to make him the face of Golden Boy. So I don't think they're setting him up. But, you know, he did do a lot of talking. You know, they might try to humble him. Uh, do know, I, from what I saw, he is out there trying to punch. He is, he might he's gonna he probably test Ryan Garcia's chin, but you know Ryan Garcia is from that pedigree of Haney and uh, Shakur, you know, you know he's a pedigree Hell fighter, no. especially Hell when it comes no. to that. No, 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 those dudes. He is. Nah, man. He's but not. he beat those he's not dudes. On their level, bro. But he beat. He's not on their level. I said it a pedigree. Dude, he had a fight like three fights ago, three or four fights ago. Where he was struggling big time, like big time. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. Like, no, I'm not saying he's better than them now. I'm not saying. I'm saying as far as that, he's from that pedigree. You know, no, I didn't say. You know, you got up. the dog. No, no, because man, he, he beat just... Devin Haney in the amateurs, and when they were coming up, he was of that pedigree. That's what that's I'm fine. saying. But that's we're talking yeah, goals right now, man. We're talking headgear. We're right. talking punishment. The headgear off. I we're agree. Straight punishment. You know. I agree. I agree with you. We've got to see what he we got to see what he can do. But I'm saying with the, the pedigree that he's from, I think that he'll be able to handle it. That's what I'm going off of. I'm seeing the guys that he beat, that he was beating in the amateurs, and what they're able to do, and how they're getting. But that you know, these are these are black guys. These are African Americans that are going to get a little stronger and a little faster, quicker than he is. You know, they're turning into men. Ryan Garcia is still. He still seems like, you know, he hasn't got his fan strength. He hasn't got into that yet, as, you know, Shakur nah, Stevenson I'm talking, dude, and I'm Devin talking, Haney. You can talk Tiafimo. You can talk Virgil Ortiz. You can talk uh, some guys. I'm saying Virgil Ortiz. the difference between those guys and Ryan Garcia is they can stand their ground. They don't seem and act and react like they're fragile or they're frail. That's the difference. That from what I've seen so far. What's huh? the difference again, man? My fault. I said say say what the difference is again, man. I uh, I lost you for a second. Those guys know bad. how to stand their ground. They're not right. Those guys they are stronger. Act and react fragile and frail in the ring. No, you're right. No, you're right. So we we just got to see. I think all those guys turn into grown men a little earlier than Ryan Garcia. How old is Ryan Garcia? Is he even twenty one yet? I believe Ryan Devin Garcia. Haney is younger than uh, uh, Garcia. I think I think Devin Haney's the youngest. Is he? That's They're why both Tank twenty-one. A, that's why I was. That's why when you guys were putting all that energy into Lomachenko, you guys should really be talking about Tank, because you remember when when Lomachenko was still at one thirty and he was trying to get that fight oh, with no, Tank when Tank first won the belt. Floyd, Ellerby, and Tank were like, "He's got a long way to go. He's young. Why are you guys trying to press him?" But Devin Haney is younger than Tank was at that moment, and Devin Haney wants Lomachenko. So what does that say yeah, about Devin Tank? Yeah, Devin Haney's 20. Yeah. Tank was talking about taking his time and all this stuff. Devin Haney ain't Tank acting like that. Tank, Tank never said that. His manager said that. So it might be that he's got love. One guy but he was going with Eddie Hearn, he who probably saying, doesn't you know, give a shit. Right, but one guy probably has Eddie Hearn on his team who really doesn't give a shit about him, and one guy – is that's his, his, his prized possession, and he's gonna hold on to him the way. No, he, he got his up. dad. His dad manages him. His dad manages uh, Devin. So yeah, but his he's dad's in his life. Yeah, yeah, but well, he's not just, but, yeah. but their first fifteen twenty fights in their career, they didn't even have a promoter. 
his dad was handling everything. They just signed with the zone. What I'm saying is, oh, Devin Haney, Haney. you talking about Haney? Yeah, yeah. Devin yeah. Haney, yeah, Devin Haney versus Tank. Tank's been like, when Lomachenko was getting brought up, they're making all these excuses, blah blah blah, why they can't take Lomachenko right now. They're much younger. They're gonna take their time. Devin Haney ain't taking his time, and he's younger than Tank was at the moment, at that time. So, but, just saying. But remember when Tank you and know? Floyd fell out? Wasn't that around the time that Tank was act saying that he wanted to fight Lomachenko? Well, I mean, times they fall out because I remember it seems like they fall out like three or four times. <laughs> so which one? Yeah, no, <laughs> you know I mean? no, they do. No, they do, man. But yeah, as far as this Ryan Garcia, you know, I like him. I think he's got the goods, but we'll see. He hasn't been tested yet. I don't know if this guy do know it's a test. He's twenty-one and one with uh, sixteen KOs. He looked all right when I saw him fight last. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he knocked the guy out. Did he knock the guy out last fight? Let me check it out. I don't believe he did. But uh, he looked all right. He's in there trying to. Play. Oh yeah, no, he did retire the guy. So, but that guy was thirteen and two. So we'll see. I think that's going to be a good fight, man. We'll check it out. Hopefully, we have a good car. Hopefully, Kovalev shows up. Hopefully, Garcia shows up, and we'll see a good car, man. Um, is Janelle still on? Yeah, I'm on. Janelle, man. But uh, also, you know, this is a boxing show, but we've got a pretty interesting UFC co- uh, fight coming up. You know. Uh, for the baddest motherfucker belt, which is one of these fake belts that UFC's uh, putting on. You got Diaz versus Masvidal. The reason I like this is because, of course, Diaz whooped uh, Conor McGregor that first time. And then Masvidal is a guy that I remember watching on uh, in Kimbo Slice's backyard when he uh, beat up some big Puerto Rican guy. He was, uh, he was a little smaller guy, gave the guys a hand. Are you interested? Is anybody interested in watching that at all? Actually, I am. I am going to be switching back and forth if the fights are on the same time. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I think that's, honestly, I think that fight might be more interesting than even the Kovalev Canelo. Because, like I said, I mean, Kovalev Canelo could actually be a fixed fight. I think Canelo could be, or Kovalev could be taking a dodge. So, this fight, I, I'm looking to see blood and guts. I think both guys are going to go out swinging. And uh, Nate Diaz, he always brings it. Anybody knows Nate Diaz's background. I'm the guy that's got a serious boxing background, and he uses boxing very well in MMA, both him and his brother Nick. And Masvidal also has a boxing background as well. So, so these guys, I mean, these guys are going to shoot some serious hands. And I'm looking to see some blood and guts. And Nate Diaz always gets busted up, but he keeps coming regardless. You know what I mean? So I'm looking to see a, a really good fight, a stand-up fight, not no male porn on the floor. I don't think – a Neva guy really wants to get to the fucking both guys want to do a stand up fight. Right, you know what I mean? Who do you, but who yeah, do you think's gonna win? I, I like Nate. I like Nate, but um, don't be surprised by Masvidal. I mean, that guy's got some serious hand skills. He's got some hands and he's tough as hell. Both guys are tough and durable. Um, Masvidal's also on the win streak himself. Um, you know what I mean, but I like I like Nate to win, but. I'm just saying, no, uh, don't be surprised. Don't sleep on Masvidal. No, most definitely. Uh, Sam JP, y'all interested in that at all? Oh, definitely. I, I definitely, I mean, you know, unfortunately, that I mean, it's, I think it's coming on on ESPN Plus, you know what I mean, uh, around the same time. So it's going to, you know, trying to catch it both at the same time is going to be an issue. Uh, 
with the boxing. You know, UFC is usually over. Yeah, UFC is usually over. UFC is usually over before eleven o'clock. You know, these last couple of main events for yeah, right. uh, boxing. That should be coming and on also, at one of, eleven eleven thirty and shit. And Dude, like and MMA's Spence, on the I think East Coast. Spence Porter. Spence Porter, I think that start, that fight didn't start till like nine thirty my time. I think. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, it, it was one of the first time I got out And also yeah. the fight or the MMA fight is gonna be in the gardens. That's East Coast time. You know what I mean? So uh and also MMA fights are always shorter because it's three five minute rounds in the main events are five five minute rounds. That's nowhere near as long as a boxing match if it goes twelve rounds, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm definitely interested, man. I mean, this should be a good little, uh, a good little fight. You know, um, I don't care who wins. I mean, I'm not pulling for one or the other. Um, uh, but I do like uh, Masvidal for doing for taking out dude the last fight in like Chalky, ten yeah. seconds or whatever. Yeah, because I that dude was talking bad dude, about boxing. He, he tried to take. He tried to say some slick shit about boxing. You know, basically saying them dudes can't really fight or they. Can, yeah, the dude that he knocked out. So to see him get knocked out like that right after he made those comments is like, yeah, that's what you get, motherfucker. But yeah, I hate that. Uh, dude. That dude, cocky ass motherfucker, man. Oh, yeah. So, so he, uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, so either one. I mean, I like Diaz too. Same same reason Willis said because he. Uh, it's funny because like, as time goes by, history kind of like people forget it, forget like how things went down, like. Like, people will say things like, oh, yeah, McGregor lost the first fight, but he came back and smashed Diaz. It's like, no, he did not. If you watch that second fight, he came out early. He he, he came out strong early, but then Diaz got his stuff together, and that fight was really, really close, you know? And in reality, they should have fought three times. But, you know, so I like Diaz because he took care of McGregor. So I really don't care who wins, man. I just hope it's a good fight, you know? If you're a boxing fan and and don't really care for MMA, you know what I'm saying? Because um, uh, they don't swing enough or they don't shoot hands enough, um, this is a fight for boxing fans to watch MMA. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, both these guys got a boxing background. Both guys love to shoot their hands more than anything. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm expecting to see a boxing match in MMA with four-ounce gloves. And Nate Diaz doesn't get knocked out. He has a hell of a chin. Andre Word even spoke about how his boxing is just is just that good. And I mean, if you know how Andre Word when he fought Chad Dawson, his primary sparring partner was uh, Nick Diaz, or to prepare for Chad Dawson. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they grew up sparring together since they were like 12, 13 years old over in the. You know what I'm saying? Over in California, oh, they grew up and everything. So it's like you know what I mean. Uh, Stockton isn't too far from Oakland, from what I understand. So it's like both guys knew each other since they were like kids, and they always sparred together. So it's like you know what I'm saying. And word, if if you listen to the um, he's the, uh, the interview, and and both Diaz brothers actually hold, or uh, do more than just hold their own when they in the boxing gym, and and he talked about how Nate Diaz will spar with 300 pound guys with no problem. You know what I mean? And, and his boxing is that fucking good. So it's like, you know I mean, these guys' boxing is to be respected by boxers. No, most definitely. Have y'all definitely. seen that? Uh, have... Go ahead, JP. I'm saying I, Nate Diaz's hands don't look all that great to me, man. I mean, 
probably be on a I don't think you seen MMA I don't level. think you've seen him fight too often then. I don't think you've seen him fight too often. He's one of the no, he's no, one of the very few out. box he's one of he's one of the very few guys in MMA who can box. And not that many guys in MMA train in boxing, they train in throwing punches, but Nate Diaz can box. But it's not near like a professional boxer level. You know, no. it's, it's I think his brother is good. the better boxer. Oh, Nate yeah, Diaz, he yeah. doesn't look like he can. Yeah. But that guy, Masvidal, have y'all seen the clips of uh, Masvidal fighting in that, that was Kimbo Slice backyard boxing thing? Yeah. You know, and he, I saw a few of yeah, the boxing matches, too. Yeah, he's, no, he's, I've never uh, seen that. Yeah. I didn't even know that. That's that's crazy. Yeah, look at uh, yeah, it's, it's probably on YouTube. Watch uh, it's uh, like Masvidal. Look up Masvidal and Kimbo Slice. He didn't fight Kimbo Slice. He fought this big ass uh, big ass uh, like Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican cat. Yeah, gave him. Yeah. He got he got knocked down one time. He, he caught a smooth a smooth right. I remember that, and then he came back and uh, you know, and, and tired about. So yeah, he was out there backyard fighting, man. He's came, he's come from the, you know, from the gutter, from the mud. So, yeah, I, I think that's gonna be a pretty good fight. I think that's uh, that's on ESPN Plus, um, like you said. But uh, on ESPN, going back to boxing, we've got uh, Miguel Burchell versus uh, former champion Jason Sosa for the WBC Super Featherweight uh, title. Um, this fight is probably. The fight that I'm going to miss this weekend, Burchell is pretty good, 36-1 and one with 32 KOs. Uh, pretty good fighter. Uh, one of those Mexican guys I think that uh, uh, JP always talks about doesn't get the, a lot of love that he that he deserves. Um, but he's a pretty good fighter, always in there, big as hell. I'm looking at he's he's uh, stopped the last one, two, three, four, four guys. Um Francisco Vargas probably being the toughest guy. Beat him two times, slept him twice. Um, but, yeah, Burchell's a good guy. Uh, Jason Sosa, uh, I know that he's a former world champion. Let me see. He was a former WBA super featherweight champion back in 2016. He lost his, his belt to uh, Lomachenko, then uh, lost a uh, majority decision versus uh, Gamboa back in 2017. I think that was when was this Gamboa? I know Gamboa is about to fight Tank. Uh, Gamboa in two thousand seventeen. Okay, Jason Sosa. So yeah, he, he fought uh, Gamboa after he on his comeback. So I don't know how good he hey, is. Hey, hey, Willa, Willa. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt, my bad to cut you off real quick. I tried to tell y'all something. Look, hey, I just looked at my phone right now, dude. The Suns are up fifty to twenty one on the Warriors. Damn. Warriors are yeah. done, man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, talk about Cats talk about uh Steph Curry top five and Steph Curry oh and, and, and you let Steph be alone, he's gonna go for fifty a night. Uh not so fast. Well yeah, keep back. in mind, man. I'm when Clay Thompson comes back, I'm sure they're gonna get back on the uh and start winning some games. I mean, Clay Thompson owes a big piece of that team, as we all see right now, because Clay Thompson has a hell of a defensive game. And, I mean, and he takes uh, – yeah, I mean, and, of course, he fit his shooting as well. He's a hell of a top but, yeah, as well. But we're not even talking like, about them winning. We're talking about Steph Curry 
not, you know, Booker's putting up, you know, Booker's probably outscoring them. You know, they say Steph like Curry's said, the top five, was, top five player. They don't have nothing to do with this team if, you know, if you're putting up points. Like I'm saying, Steph Curry, Steph Curry was never, like, in the league with uh, LeBron and KD and AD. Okay, because it was always the Splash Brothers. It was never. It was always the Splash Brothers, even before KD got there. You know what I'm saying, uh, Steph Curry was never mentioned in the same breath with the top players in the league because it it was it was a tag team between him and fucking. Yeah, uh, yes, he was unanimous uh, MVP. Yeah, the I'm only one saying, in the history saying, of the NBA. They were saying he was the I'm best. Saying. They're saying he's the best point guard of all time. Some people say he's the best point guard of all time. No, nah, I just think he's the best he's shooter got... of all time. I never heard the best point guard no. of all time. I never. I they got that nigga rated above Isaiah Thomas. They got him rated above Isaiah Thomas, John Stockton, all of them. You got yeah, it. Some people put him as the top ten of all time. It's and like he, the old. It's he like the old said, man. What you always said. It was the Splash Brothers. It wasn't Steph Curry. It was the Splash Brothers. Because Clay Thompson, he took a lot of heat off of Steph Curry, and this is like why he like, like he's got open shots a lot, and vice versa. And both guys shooting is to be respected. So of course you're gonna try to double up both guys, or or either or, and they'll free the other guy up. You know what I mean? I never put a Steph Curry in, in the same breath with KD and LeBron and AD and the other top top players in the league because you know what I'm saying. It was a tag team between him and uh, Clay Thompson, so it's like you know what I mean. That's just my personal opinion. I don't, I don't know how y'all see it, but that's what I, how I've always seen it. It's like Steph Curry okay. can never just okay, like carry I a think team we on all the agree. I think we all agree, man. Steph Curry ain't that nigga, and we're seeing. I mean, he's this good. Year. Don't get me wrong. I'm not getting me wrong. He's good, but like I said, man, he needed that. You know what I'm saying? That that Clay Thompson, I mean, uh, LeBron, for instance, man, he, he could carry a team to the playoffs. I don't see Steph Curry doing that by himself. I just don't see Steph Curry right. beating any team and making that team better. Uh, well, let's get back to this. Let's get back to this boxing real quick, man. This last little thing. Any y'all got any thoughts on that uh, Miguel Burchelt versus uh, Jason Sosa fight on ESPN? This is probably the one that I won't be checking out, but Burchelt is pretty good. Hate that he's yeah, Bertrell is good. I, I, I think I don't think there's much to say. Bertrell should be able to to run right through him. To be honest, this this is one of those, you know, you know, little you know, easy title defense fight. You know, you know, stay busy fight, and then he'll probably step up and fight somebody a real challenge in his next fight. And but uh, so it'll be a spirited fight early, because you know Sosa will come to fight. Sosa's not going to come lay down. You got to beat it out of Sosa. Uh, the question is, has it already been beaten out of him? You know, the guy been in some tough fights. You know, Lomachenko beat it out of him pretty good. Um, but it should be good early. I love me some Miguel Bichelt. Love me some Miguel Bichelt. And I think he'll get any dude in that weight class problem. Yeah, I mean... I'm with you. I, you know, I like Miguel Burchell. You know, he's in there. He's coming in. He's fighting. He's fighting uh, hard as hell. He's always bigger than everybody. He's trying to sleep everybody. Like I said, he's knocked out the last, what did I say, four guys. Stopped the last four guys that he's fought since 2017. So, for the last two years, he's been knocking everybody out. 
and at the uh, super featherweight uh, division. Let me see who's all in the division. Let's see what they got him rated on ring t- in the ring uh, ratings. They got him at uh, when I say super featherweight, uh, junior lightweight, one thirty. They got him as the number one guy. So you know you got Kevin Farmer. I think you had Davis in there. He's not gonna, you know, he's gone. You've got uh, Kevin Farmer. Um, who else has a belt? Jamel Herring. I think he's about to fight Roach. So he might not have that that title too long. Who else has a belt? He's got the WBC, WBA, IBF. Oh yeah. So yeah, there's gonna be a vacant WBA belt. We'll see who's gonna be fighting for that man. But yeah, I see it the same way. I think Jason Sosa, at being a former champ, he might last for a little bit, but he too is probably gonna be stopped by big ass Miguel Burchell, man. So uh I think that's all that's all we got, man, for today. Um Hopefully we get some good fights this weekend. Pretty sure the UFC's fight is going to be pretty good. Hopefully the Canelo fight is going to be good. And, uh, you know, hate to say it, but the Burchell fight, I'll probably have to check it out um, on the replay. I think ESPN Plus does replay, so I'll be able to check that out, man. So um, any of y'all guys got anything before we get out of here? Oh, yeah, and your boy scored 59 points, so I know you're pretty happy about that. Who is that, Harden? Yeah, 59 points. Damn, what's the score of the baseball game? I had to leave. Astros win the World Series? I should have. Uh, Let me check that out real quick. I think they were up 2 0 when I saw it. It should be over. 4 to. Oh, 4 2. 4 2. No! What the fuck? Yeah, let me go. Let me get out of here. These niggas are choking it up. I don't know what the hell is going on with the Astros, man, but hopefully. On Sunday, we'll be hey, it went from Nationals choking. No, it went from Houston choking to Nationals choking uh, to back to, what, back, choking. back to Houston choking again. <laughs> yeah, the they gave up three in the seventh. Yeah, they won on the bottom of the bottom of the eighth right now. So yeah, they're down to two more at bats, man, to get these two runs. I hate to see that happen, man. Hate to see that happen. Uh, JP, any um, any more relatively bad and black podcasts coming anytime soon? I think I'm going to get into that uh, top 50 rap list right after this, man. Uh, yeah, so right after this, about 830, I'm trying to get on that rap list, top 50. Top 50 rap list, man. I might be able to get on, man, tonight, especially uh, watching this game. So, yeah, make sure you send out the text, man. Uh, time, as always, oh, yeah, man, we sure. appreciate you. I never caught one of his shows, so put it in the chat room for sure so I can check it out, man. All right, for sure, man. Yeah, hit us up on the on the boxing group, man, and uh, we'll get on. And Sam, like always, man, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, not a lot of hate today. Glad we didn't have to talk about. Uh, we didn't have to talk you about you and yeah, you and JP didn't go back and forth with y'all usual talk, man. So it was a good show. Hopefully, we'll be back on Sunday. You know, we're missing RC. You know, it's Wednesday, so he's probably out on the scene. Uh, we'll see what's going on on Sunday. If not, man, I want to just go ahead and let y'all let JP just be ready in that uh in the dugout, man, just in case we all hear from uh, RC so we can get this uh get this going, man. So outside of, well outside of boxing podcast midweek show, we appreciate y'all listening. 
uh, subscribe, do all that good stuff, comment, and we'll see y'all on Sunday, man. We'll holla. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.